UMGoBlue.com. By fans, for fans. Since 1999. Good morning. Hello. If you have a question, raise your hand. Start with Chris. Coach, can you talk about how the young tackles played in their uh, first starts? Yeah, um, they played good. Um, especially Ryan Hayes, he was our offensive player of the game. Um, he was he graded out right there with um, Ben Bredesen and Caesar and Michael Wainu, which I thought was really impressive. Um, ben was a little higher, but considering it was Ryan's first start, um, first game, seeing the uh, seeing him uh, in the effort that he that he gave and had some really really uh, fine fine blocks, was good with his hands um, and uh, sets, etc. I uh, thought Jalen was was also good. Aaron Wright, Steve. Uh, Sean McEwen has, has given you steady mm-hmm. steady increases in, in what he does for you throughout his career. Talk about what you like most about him and, and where he's maybe made his biggest strides this year. Uh, just improvement in, in, in the areas that uh, a tight end needs to improve at in terms of run blocking and and catching the ball, thought he did a real good job on the one, caught it in traffic, um, took the hit from both sides, and then got the ball into the end zone. Uh, the other one would have been a would have been a difficult uh, catch, but you know I think that as he keeps progressing, you know you'll see him make those more times than not. Um, very good in his uh, his leadership, his work ethic, all that's been. Uh, been really good. I mean, he's another guy that would have been consideration for, you know, most outstanding offensive player of this game. Aria? Jim, there's a lot of new players on the defense this year that lost a lot. So what did you kind of see from the defense on Saturday and especially with, like, so many new people? Well, the secondary start there, uh, thought it was uh, really good. A lot of, a lot of, um, Familiar players there, both Metellus, Brad Hawkins, uh, you know, did an excellent job in the game. Uh, so did Jamaric Woods at the safety position. The corners, Levert, uh, played really well. Uh, you know, missed the one, uh, the one can of corn. Uh, Ambry Thomas, but everybody was just thrilled for Ambry. Everybody on the team uh, thought that was just a. A wonderful thing, wonderful, wonderful. Spent a lot of time in the hospital this summer, but uh, to go out and get the interception, get the fumble recovery, make the tackles, and uh, TFL, all the things that he did in the game was really, really just inspiring for the the ball club. Um, there was a couple kind of messy moments defensively of the missed tackles at the, their first touchdown, Levert's missed interception. So, is there anything you're kind of hoping to like clean up for next time? Yeah, yeah. Um, also, to answer your first question, um, Aiden Hutchinson thought he was really good as well in the game. It doesn't seem like it was his first start, but it, it might have been his first start. Uh, he played a lot as a true freshman, but I think it was his, his first start. And Quiddy Pay was also good. Uh, Carlo Camp, as we had been seeing, it played really good football. Uh, Jordan Glasgow was a standout in the game uh, defensively. He's been a special team standout all along, but uh, he probably would have been uh, runner-up for defensive player of the game. Aiden considered as well. 
thought Josh Ross played extremely well. So uh, overall, as a defense, thought we played uh, played good football. On the left, Orion. Do you have an update on the guys who were out? Donovan uh, Peter, John Runyon, and Donovan Peoples-Jones? Uh, all three have a, have a chance to play this week. And then Michael Gomford as well? Uh, we'll see. See, I haven't seen Michael yet today. In the back left there, Casey. Jim, have you decided on a kicker yet? I know we saw a little bit in the game, but uh, where's the progress on that? Uh, all, through, all through training camp, the kickers were practically dead even. They were um, like one kick apart, one made field goal apart, and with the same amount of attempts, over 50 attempts. So we decided they were they were dead even. And uh, the plan is uh, was this past game, and I think it'll be going forward this week as well, uh, depending on practice. But the plan was the kicker that was one kick ahead was Jake Moody. Uh, so he, he would kick the first field goal, and then we would rotate every field goal uh, with between the two kickers, Jake, then then Quinn, Jake, then Quinn. So each one knew if it was a drive, who would be making the kick uh, or the extra point. Uh, threw one little caveat in there that if it was the field goal kicker's turn to kick the field goal on that particular drive, he'd also kick the extra point. Uh, but if we had three extra points in a row, that would constitute a field goal, and then the, um, then the the other the other kicker would be his turn. So I know that sounds kind of confusing, but it actually uh, cleared it up. So we we knew exactly what kicker would be kicking on each drive, so we wouldn't have two, two kickers running out there or two kickers warming up on the net. Uh, but there, and I, I would imagine that would uh, I think we'll do the same thing this week. Okay. Right, it was nice to see the guys effective. Um, you know, knowing what when they were going to kick, and they all made their kicks. Thank you, Jim. On the right here, Ethan. Uh, Jim, what kind of an adjustment was it for you to be on the sideline and, and not be calling plays? Um, it was uh, it was still the same focus on, on knowing what play was, was being run and and uh, considering the situations. You know, I was I was I was into it, so it didn't feel feel. Uh, Feel that much different, a little different, but no, not that much. And, and for Josh, obviously his first time doing that. I mean, how would you assess the the progress he has to make there, and kind of what you saw from him in that aspect? I thought it was really good. Um, I thought it made practically practically flawless. Um, did um, was decisive in the play calling, and and thought it was really good, clear, clean. He had a clear, clean, concise game. I was impressed. Back, um, Andrew. Coach, uh, what, what value does a good long snapper like Cameron Chiefman bring to a team? What, what can you tell me about him as a player in person? Uh, Cam had a perfect game this past game. Uh, we awarded him the special teams player of the week. And he's uh, just consistently good. Uh, he's also the bigger body, which you, which you like in the pro punt formations and and for field goal, uh, so he was he was perfect in protection and, and in accuracy and snapped them back there good and firm. Uh, the value of that is high.
As a guy, great guy. Great guy. We all love Camp Cheeseman. In the middle here, Austin. Jim, what was your evaluation of the quarterbacks when you look back at it, both individually and in place that they were out there together? That was good. Um, they both uh, both did really well. Uh, Shea was able to make some big plays, uh, get some big chunk yardage throws. Um, you know, the the ball handling's being addressed, uh, ball security, et cetera. Uh, same with Dylan. Uh, great to see him get in there and make big plays as well. And and both both really ran the offense very efficiently. Uh, so did Joe when Joe was in. So uh, it was nice to see uh, all three quarterbacks get that work. And they had been, um, you know, been really, you know, they were accurate and ran the, Ran the ball well, ran the offense well. Shea was uh, was really good against the blitz. I mean, this is it's a thing that uh, you know defenses will do. I mean, they'll they'll blitz you, they'll test you. You know, field pressure, uh, sideline pressure with a corner blitz. Uh, they ran a, a multitude of blitzes, and Shea, for the most part, uh, had a really clean game in terms of get, getting us in the right protections in the right place. Um, might have been one. Uh, could have done better, but same with Dylan. So that was really good. Also leads me to uh, to talk about the running backs who had a perfect game in protection. The uh, the pickups, every every back was 100% on their pickups, and Zach Charbonnet had nine pickups in protection, which. I don't think we've had a back get nine pickups in a protection since we've been here. One single back, so uh, and be be 100% nine out of nine, which was uh, you know that's uh, it's like wow that's that's really good. There were some sophisticated protections going on. I mean there were some changes of the protection at the line of scrimmage. Um, there were some protections changed right before the the ball was snapped. Uh, by the quarterback or the center, and he was—it uh, was just easy for him. It was—he uh, just—he just handled it. Uh, not even a—not even a misstep, you know. So it's rare. That's rare. I mean, I've been around pro pro backs that that uh, don't understand the protections uh, as well as the freshman back did in this game. So. Uh, that was that was a real positive. Also, um, and that that and uh, true Christian Ben Van Summeren had some nice pickups as well. But as a group, they were uh, they were perfect in the pass protection, which is which is a good, really bodes well for us. On the right here, John. Which what are you seeing leadership wise out of the guys that were chosen as captains for this team? Really good. Uh, I mean, they're the those those five guys that the, the players voted. I mean, they're the they're the I mean, they're the they're the guys. You know, they're there's a, there's some others too that are, are very good leaders. But you know, to a man, Kalik Hudson, uh, you know, is arguably the leader of the team. Ben Bredesen, arguably the leader of the team. Uh, same with Carlo Kemp. Uh, same with Shea Patterson, same with uh, Josh Metellus. Um, 
you know, all five of those guys are really, really looked up to on the team. When, when they when they talk, you know, people listen, and and they they're followed, um, and they set a great example. Just next to Chris, Coach, who was your uh, defensive player of the game? Ambry Thomas. Okay, and then uh, can you talk about how Vincent Gray played in his first his match? He played really well. He was uh, he was another one that was. Say in the top six for uh, defensive player of the game, uh, had the four tackles, tackle for loss, was good in coverage, played really well. Right here, Ashley. You talked about Charbonnet and those pickups. What goes into a freshman who comes in his first career college game being able to master something like that so quickly in his first game? What did you see from him this since spring? I guess. Um, I mean that uh, what I talked about. I mean, it also, I mean, got to give Jay Harbaugh credit there, the running back coach, uh, to get it taught to all the backs. Um, and there was five that, five or six that played in the game. So, um, and to all be good, and all be perfect was, was great. It's just that it's, it's eye-catching with Zach Charbonnet because it's just so, it just looks like it comes easy to him. It's like, um, you know, difficult math equations that guys – they just get it, you know, and uh, so it catches your attention. Um, as far as running the ball, I thought it was really good too. Um, I mean, when he decides to hit a hole, you know, he hits it, he's through it, and and out the other end, uh, catches the ball really well as as well. And so uh, it's it's great to see. Kristen Turner has some 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 really good runs too. Uh, talked about it after the game. The um, the one he made on the boundary, watching it on film, that was that was outstanding. I mean, there's there's very few guys that can keep their feet and not go out of bounds in that type of situation with that much momentum going sideways, and then to to make the right turn and go up the boundary and get the first down and uh, the extra effort run was was really really good as well. And uh, the backs were all perfect too in the ball security, uh, no fumbles or or errors. No going the wrong way. Uh, it was a, it was a really good group uh, in this game. Isaiah, what was your assessment of Giles Jackson as his first game return? Uh, really good. Um, the thing I talked to him about was just I mean, squeeze the ball, squeeze it, uh, ball security conscious the whole way, and um, he uh, he did that and and more. So uh, that was. That was impressive. Was was happy with Giles. So he's doing doing the kick returns and and uh, got in a little bit of receiver and you know he'll 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 roll or grow uh, more as you see him succeeding at the role that we've given him. Back left, Brandon. With um, Ryan Hayes doing such a good job, what's the, the thought process once John Rundle comes back? Uh, that's a good question. That uh, that's something that that we'll we'll address. I mean, we're John's arguably our, our best lineman. You know, uh, if not our best, our arguably our second, um, arguably our third. You know, uh, with Caesar and Ben, um, and then Mike as well. So we'll see, though. I mean. Really impressed with Ryan. I mean, that's uh, 
it's a it's a meritocracy all the way. So, is there uh, is there ability to you know compete at at the at the other tackle spot? Sure. You know, is there does that open up options if he's um, you know he's come this far, he's playing this well? Um, you know, that bodes well for the team. Got time for a couple more questions. I'll start over here on the right. Jim, you've talked about the O-line a couple times. What can you learn about that unit when you're missing both starting tackles? Uh, well, John Runway was the only starting tackle that was missing in the game. And we learned Ryan Hayes is pretty darn good. So, as, as we addressed in the previous question, so that's a good thing. Back left there, Corey. Um, Rick Black um, playing play pretty good this week. How do you feel with him mixing in with DPJ going back this week with the receiver court? Uh, feel good about it. Same, uh, I'd probably answer that question the same as the, as the previous one about the tackles. I mean, that's a, that's a really good thing. Good problems to have, as some people say. Um, also, good to see Cornelius Johnson get in and, uh, and play. Make, some, make some, some good catches and some tough catches. Uh, he needs to prove the inside assignments a little bit. Um, but... Uh, Mike Sanders still as well. Uh, had a had a competitive ball that uh, would have been a great catch. Uh, seen him make those in in practice, so I think you're going to see some some good things out of him. And you know we had some others too. I mean that um, third down drop. Um, you know those are some of the some of the things we want to see see improved. Ronnie thought he like I. Like I felt after the game, I thought he got held coming out of the break, and um, that would have been a easier catch. But we've seen him make that catch as well. You know, make that, make that, make that tough one. Um, so they're uh, all in all. I guess um, you know, as you look at everything, offensively, defensively, special teams, uh, there was a lot of good, a lot of positive from the game. Two questions, uh, you know, we're asking ourselves is when we were playing really good. Uh, and the good positive things we did, is that going to be good enough to beat the teams that we have to beat on our schedule? Which is, they're all good. Um, and then B, uh, you know, the things that we need to improve on, uh, the things that where we didn't play as well, uh, or we didn't make the, the play when it was a tough play to make, or uh, you know, those instances, is that good enough to beat the teams on our schedule? Um, so that's what we'll be working on, uh, you know, going from week one to week two, um, and looking how the teams on our schedule played. Uh, week one, uh, you know, we we got to be in a sprint mode. We got to be in uh, make all the improvement that we can, and including for this ball game, Army's uh, their top 25 team, uh, and um, I think there's six more after that. So, uh, and they all played really well. Wisconsin played extremely well. Uh, so, um, you know, every, every, just about every, every team on there, Penn State, uh, Iowa, Michigan State, Ohio State, Indiana, uh, Maryland, uh, Rutgers, the, uh, Notre Dame plays tonight. So there's a, there's a mentality that, you know, we got to be at our best. We've got to play at our best. We've got to get to our best as, as fast as we can and consistently play at that that best level uh, in order to be successful this season.
and this week coming up. Last question to Austin. Yeah, Jim, just your thoughts on playing one of the service academies in history with Michigan and Army, but it's been a while. Do you like playing this game even though it's kind of an unusual preparation of the offense to take play? Uh, you know, this is something that's been on our mind a long time. You know, we've been uh, been preparing for it, as I said before. Um, you know, all Don's extra time, uh, he's created time, uh, and now it's it's uh, almost every day. You know, it's going back to um, to uh, spring practice. Uh, you know, not taking away from the time of you know, preparing for the the league games uh, and the opener, but creating extra time. Um, and now full time this week to prepare for Army. So uh, it's it's a great challenge. Uh, yeah, they're a heck of a football team. 11-2 last year. Won their opener. Uh, won their bowl game by uh, lopsided margin, and uh, you know have a unique style on offense, which is uh, very very effective. So uh, yeah, we're kind of kind of you know excited to play the game for the challenge of it. And um, historically, you know they're they're five and four ahead of us, so we'd like to even that up. Coach. Okay, thank you. Thank you for listening to the umgoblue.com podcast. All rights reserved. Search for umgoblue.com on iTunes. Go Blue.